Blog Talk Radio. Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, hello, ladies. I trust that you had a fantastic weekend and that you are ready to create your abundance. You are ready to make some things happen on this week. Now, here we are basically in the second week of December. Can you believe it? We're in the month of December. And sometimes I, you know, I, as I as I remember on the show talking to you ladies about here we are six months out, three months out, two months out, it, it's just amazing to me at how time really does move forward and it passes on. And as a result, Uh, we have a tendency not to realize that time is going to continue to go on. And so we have to make sure that we are prepared to claim, right, because you do have to claim your time. So we have to make sure that we are prepared to claim our time and that we are able to take advantage of the time in a most productive manner. So very, very key. Uh, For those of you that are just tuning in, come on in. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. So excited and happy that you are here with us today. And you are listening to, of course, no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. Here we are going up on, I believe, maybe about 13 years old, um, the show. So we're continuously growing. We're continuously moving forward. And we've got a lot of new changes coming up um, in January. I tell you, I have been battling back and forth as to whether or not we want to take the show and put the show in a podcast format versus a continual live format. We are still making a decision on that. It's somewhat of a difficult decision because we do have a lot of people dialing in live and a lot of people like the live show, Um, but also we are wanting our Members of Women About Biz, we're wanting everybody to be able to have the show and be able to listen to the show frequently. So we're trying to make some decisions, but the reason why I bring it up is because I'm going to be sharing with you guys some journeys that I have gone through in creating a podcast and creating a live streaming online radio show because it can be a challenge at times, right? And the one thing that I have learned over all of these years, of course, is that nothing is perfect, not even technology, right? And even sometimes when you want technology to work, it doesn't. And many of you have experienced that we've had show outages, sometimes in the middle of the show, the show cuts off, and so it's so frustrating. But that is a part of technology itself. And, of course, many of you may have even recognized on your own computers and the information um, that you have been trying to listen to on Zoom platforms and other online platforms that the Internet is so slow at times, right? And so you're not imagining it. It's just that even more people are using the Internet for a longer period of time and during time periods that they otherwise would not be using. So, for example, 
I noticed that between the times of 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. every day, the Internet is slow on my end, but I realized also that that's school time for a lot of children, millions of children, as a matter of fact. So we have to be patient with technology as well as we go through this transition of becoming even more of a virtual society. And I really, as I've listened to a lot of technology experts talk about this is the this is definitely how the internet was supposed to be used in the first place. I think we're finally getting there and realizing just how advantageous the internet really is and how we can use it and be very creative with it. But it does indeed slow down um, your internet. So I find that very interesting at how, you know, even with the, the latest of technology, even with 5G, the internet is slowing down, um, and it's just because so many people are on it again. I want to welcome everybody again to the Successful Woman Radio Show. Uh, this is just such a beautiful Monday here in Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm broadcasting from, and hopefully you guys are having a little bit of sunshine wherever you are as well. Um, today on the show, we're talking about the gift of belief and business, and, you know, how we can't really take those things for granted, right? Mm-mm, we cannot. And how we need to appreciate, nurture, and take care of the gift of, of belief and business. So very, very important. Now, last Monday, I shared with everyone um, the first of 10 ways to really hone in on your belief system and things that are going to help you to have a better belief system. And so today, I'm actually going to be sharing with you the last five of those 10. And so um, you guys will be able to get that information. So make sure that you have um, a pen and a notepad handy. So very, very important that you do. And again, I'm going to be sharing the second half of, uh, of the 10 things that you can do to strengthen your belief system. So very, very important. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. We've got some prizes today as well, so stay tuned. Uh, if you have not won a prize last month or this month as we are in our prize giveaway, then um, definitely you're going to want to take advantage. And just to let you know what we have, um, we have the book, Get Clients Now. I love this book. If you're in a service business, this definitely would help you. Uh, Get Clients Now by C.J. Hayden. If you're ready to dramatically increase your client base, this brand-new edition of Get Clients Now is the one book you need. Now, for those of you that have already won the book and you haven't received the book, there's a reason for that. The books were on back order, but I do understand from Amazon that the books are available now. So we will be sending out the Get Clients Now book to those that won the prizes. We will be sending those books out this week. So we have that. And then we also have my ebook, Smart Business Women Set Goals, Transforming Your Business Dreams and Goals into Positive Results. Um, it's a, a very useful ebook. It really breaks down um, the understanding of goal setting and the hierarchy of it all and what's important and how you, should, how you should look at goal setting. So I think that you ladies will really, really like that, especially for those of you that are in business. So again, those will be the two prizes for later on today. So excited that you ladies are here with us and that you are tuning in. Um, we are excited also that 
for the last, I guess, six months or so, our boards have literally been packed out. And so if you run into that situation where the board is packed out, then all you have to do is go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio spelled all the way out and together blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio. That is actually the show page where you are able to listen to the show on the internet live. So whether you have um, your smart device, the telephone, iPad, notepad, or, or you're on your laptop desktop, you can simply go to that internet address again blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio, and you can listen to the show live streamed right from that particular platform. And of course, with pen in hand, you can make sure that you mark successful woman radio in your phone address book, and the phone number to the show is 347 637-2589. And uh, this is just such a good time right now to go ahead and to share the show with someone that you know needs uplifting, needs encouragement, needs to be in a positive environment where they can hear information that will help them to enhance their business, to grow their business, because it's so very, very important. Well, there is a lot of talk going on right now, ladies, about Facebook and social media, and so many people are upset right now with all of the new changes happening with Facebook. Now, I don't want to speak out of turn, so I will hold my opinions and wait as far as telling you all of the new changes that are coming down the pike for 2021 with Facebook. I'll wait until January to, to tell you that. But if you have a group, if you have a fan page, you probably are already noticing a lot of changes. And Facebook just rolled out its new interface that it was giving people options to choose at first. It's now rolling out the new interface um, member-wide. And so that means that everybody will be using the new member interface, whether they like it or not, they're going to be using it. And a lot of other things are going on at Facebook as well. But it's upsetting a lot of people. And, and you know, I'm not sure if some of the reasons why people are upset are justified or not. Here's the thing. You've got Facebook that started out as a totally free network with all of these bells and whistles, and it was the first time that someone had actually created a community that actually turned out to be a pretty successful community platform that allowed people to connect, gather, share, exchange, download, upload, do all of those things, right? And so people just took to Facebook very, very quickly, maybe because in the beginning it was such a user-friendly interface, right? And then as Facebook began to have more and more uh, members, it grew from 1 million to 5 million to 10 million, 20, 30 million, and then over a billion people, you know, back and forth through worldwide on Facebook. Hey, Facebook had to look at the fact that we have to have people to support this platform and this structure. And the only way we can do that is that we have got to generate and create some money monetizing platforms within Facebook to make money, right? And, of course, the biggest monetizing platform that Facebook has is, of course, advertisement, right? And so that's, that's a, a big thing. And so advertisement was working pretty good for Facebook where small businesses were concerned and then 
you had the big boys come into play with Facebook, you know, Disney, CNN, you know, all of the larger companies that had deeper advertising pockets. And in actuality, even more so than Google Word ads, Facebook turned the trend around for small businesses And whereas it used to be that online advertising for small businesses were like, you know, in the 30 to 40 percentile, it was changed. And so now online advertising is in the 70 percentile for small businesses, and it may be higher, and it is trending uh, rapidly to becoming higher than that 70 percent. And as a result, Facebook is now having to pay attention to its larger advertisers. And so because of that, the one ace in their pocket is has always been its algorithm. Its algorithm has been able from the get-go to trace the movements of all of its members. And as you know, you may have, you know, over the years seen Facebook come up in Congress for, for testimonials, you know, on the rights of people and you know, violating the privacy of its members and all of these different things that they've been brought up uh, to question. Um, And so as a result, as a result, Facebook says, well, you know what, our advertisers need to know where different people are utilizing their type of service and how they're buying that type of service or what have you. And the only way we can do that is to continue with algorithms. And so what they did is that they couldn't mess with groups and they couldn't mess with with their fan page, right? But what they did do is that they did bother the personal page and they stopped third-party apps from being able to post to the Facebook personal pages, which means that the only way you're going to get a a message out on your personal page is you've got to go to Facebook and you've got to push your message out. And by doing that, they hope that it's going to cause you to start searching, clicking on links of interest, and it does, it does. And so by doing that, it keeps the algorithm organic and it keeps it moving and gives better results to its advertisers because that's exactly what they want. And so, again, I explain all of this is because sometimes we take actions online and on the Internet and on Facebook and other social media apps without really understanding how is it really an advantage for us from a business perspective to take so much time in utilizing Facebook and other social media platforms, right? And so I think as business women, we really coming up in 2021, we really have to have an understanding of how Facebook is actually advantageous for our business. We have to have an understanding, of course, how LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram are advantageous for our business. And because what I have learned is that business women are still spending a tremendous amount of time every single day. Some business women are spending three and four hours a day. They don't realize it because they may be spending 30 minutes here, 20 minutes there, um, but they are looking at their phones and they are responding to notifications and a lot of different things that's coming from those social media platforms. And yet, to be honest, ladies, those platforms aren't always putting money in your checking account, right? 
And so I am just saying that I think it's at a point where we have to really be better focused, better structured, and we have to really know how the social media plot actually helping us because if not, we will continue to allow the platforms to take advantage of us but not be able to utilize some of the more advantageous services that the platforms offer for our businesses. And then the other thing is, is ladies, you've got to pay closer attention to social media and how your social media content is being created. Because what I am also learning is that a lot of business women are just every day coming up with something to put on social media. It doesn't it's not really in a organized fashion. It's not really in a way that's going to call people to action and get people to look at what you have to offer. And so I want to recommend that you be more structured with your content as well. Now, I've given shows talking about social media content, but just quickly, these are just a, a few quick tips that I want you guys to look at, okay, as you, as you prepare your content. The first thing that you have to remember is that if you have a website or a blog, right, um, and you're going to be sending out an e-newsletter to your um, clients and your prospects, and then you also have social media, you really should not be reinventing the wheel, so that's the first tip. Don't reinvent the wheel. What you need to do is you need to come up with a content schedule, a topic schedule of what it is that you would like to discuss in your business as it's relevant to your business. And you also want to look at are you having any webinars uh, built around that content? Are you having any specific type of events or what have you? But what you don't want to do is you don't want to have separate types of content that are not relevant to one another. Um, and that's the first mistake that I see happening with a lot of business women. So don't reinvent the wheel and create separate content, but create uh, content that is repurposed from your main theme. This is why I really believe in choosing and selecting a monthly theme. That is so very, very important because when you choose a monthly theme, then you can write a 500-word blog or article, right? And from that 500-word blog or article, that's all the content that you need to develop Get, get, get this, to develop your monthly social media schedule, and it's all you need um, to create a, um, a free webinar that can call people to action to a much larger webinar that they pay for, right? So from that blog or that, blog or that article, guess what? You can have quotes. You can have phrases. You can have intros. You can create um, a short webinar. There are just so many things that you can actually do if you take the time to say, hey, here's our monthly thing. So coming up in 2021, what I want you ladies to think about is I, I, I definitely want to encourage you to create 
your monthly themes, if not for the year, for that 12 months of 2021, at least for the first six months of 2021. And then as you get into the third month of the year, go ahead and plan the last six months of the year out for your content themes, right? Very, very important. Once you have your monthly themes, then you can start brainstorming, creating different ideas of the types of content you want to repurpose from that actual theme. And you can also have that 500-plus word article or blog um, post created, right? When you don't do that, then what happens is that you're not able to monetize your content and you're not able to call people to action on the content that you actually have. And I think that's where a lot of issues come in at and where a lot of people go wrong. And so I just wanted to point that out, give you those few tips about how the monthly theme really can indeed help you, okay? Very, very key. And so with that said, write down and make sure that you schedule some time as you are developing your strategy for 2021, right? You are doing that, right? Make sure that you also include in that your social media strategy. So in your strategic plan for 2021, you should have your marketing plan, and within your marketing plan should be social media. You should figure out how you're going to actually do that, how you're going to call people to action. And so, again, these are all things that, as the CEO of your business, that you want to have in place. 1221 after the hour, for those of you that have just tuned in, you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I want to thank you guys for being here with me today. I see that we have a full board. And we're going to go ahead with the five questions of focus and action. Again, you can ask yourself these questions anytime that you would like to. Here's question number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Again, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Now, the thing about this question is, is that it's so relevant to what we're talking about, the gift of belief and business, right? Here's why. It's because in order for you to have the type of beliefs that support what it is that you want to experience, your dreams, your goals, preparing your mindset for greatness is an everyday thing. And sometimes it's hour by hour. Sometimes it's moment by moment. It depends on what's going on in the day, what's happening. But certainly when you start your day off preparing your mindset for greatness, you are able to build a force field around you, and you are able to put in the forefront of your mind all of those positive motivations, those positive affirmations that you have created and customized just for yourself. Now, again, we can all get motivated and encouraged from a lot of different people. I have a lot of people that I totally love and enjoy um, their motivation and encouragement. I love Anthony Robbins. I love uh, to listen to the audios and videos of Dr. Miles Monroe. You know, I love Oprah Winfrey. I love listening to her videos and audios. Lisa Nichols, I like listening to Lisa. You know, there are a lot of people that I like listening to and, and I receive encouragement from, but the person the one person whom I listen to and get the most encouragement from, well, see, her name is Trina Newby. And that's what you should be doing. 
the person that you should be getting the most encouragement from should be you. This is why I am recommending that you create your own customized affirmations that are just for you, right? Because nobody knows you like you. You know what motivates you. You know the words and phrases that encourage you and and help you to tap into your inner strength, your inner power. And so preparing your mindset for greatness is something that you can't overlook. I don't want you to say shake your head and say, oh, yeah, that sounds great, that sounds good, but then never implement what I'm talking about. You've got to try it because it works. And let me just tell you, ladies, personal power is like the greatest power that you could ever have to pull from within yourself and to be able to do things because it means that you don't need anybody else holding your hand. You don't need anybody else saying, good girl, it, it would be nice. And it's greatly appreciated, right? But you don't necessarily need someone in order for you to take direction. Because believe it or not, there are still people that are twiddling their thumbs and still sitting around waiting for someone to say, good girl, for someone to encourage and motivate them. And, and, and I can understand, we all sometimes get in that spot where it would be great to have a coach or somebody to lift our spirits and to lift us up. And sometimes we all have a tendency to put something on the television or the radio that's going to do that job, right? But at the end of the day, tapping into your personal power is the ultimate preparation for greatness. Why? Because it is your personal power. It means that you are claiming your power, that you are using your power, and you're not giving it up to anybody else to use, right? You're using it for yourself. And I can't tell you how very, very important that is. Here's number two. What are my goals and priorities for the week? Well, I have talked to quite a few ladies this past week who've you know been long-time listeners of the shows and the one of and the one thing that I realized for us as women is that we do have an issue with listening to things and realizing and agreeing with things and realizing that we need to do whatever is being said but implementation tends to be a challenge for a lot of women, no matter how organized you are, no matter, um, you know, what it is that you want for your business, sometimes implementation can be a bit of challenge. But here's the reason why implementation can be somewhat of a challenge. It's because you don't have clarity on your role as the CEO of your business, right? Which brings me to number three. Am I clear on my role and responsibilities as the CEO? Listen, this is very easy. Don't make it complicated. Don't make it difficult for yourself. This is the one thing that you need to understand. To have clarity about your role and your responsibilities in your business, it helps you to take your business to the next level. If you are playing the game of business instead of being in business, it's a huge difference. Because then what you will find yourself doing is just shuffling a bunch of paper, busy being busy every day and not seeing any results. And weeks, months, or even, yes, years would have passed you by. And that's not what 
you want, right? I, I certainly don't want that for you. And so you have got to get clear on your role and your responsibility as the CEO of your business. Now, it dawned on me. I realized that a lot of women that listen to the show and have listened to these words on getting clear on their role and responsibilities as the CEO, I realize now that it's not always about procrastination for some of you. Sometimes it's about fear. Sometimes it's about you don't know if you want to accept that role of responsibility as the CEO for your company because it, it can be overwhelming, like, gee, I don't know. But if you don't accept that role, my question is, who is going to accept it for you? Do you have a six-figure amount of, of money set aside that you can pay a CEO to take your place, right? And most small business owners don't. So you have to be the one to get clear on your role and your responsibilities and keep yourself out of that labor role, which will get you in trouble. I'm not saying that you have to be out of that labor role 100% because, for example, a consultant or someone who's a speaker or an author, they're in the labor role constantly, right? But here's the thing, CEO role, the entrepreneur visionary role, that takes your business to the next level because that's the role that takes care of the planning. That's the role that takes care of the visioning. That's the role that takes care of setting the foundation for the company, figuring out the best marketing plan to use, looking at uh, making sure that that directives are given to the management role, the day, which, which manages the daily workflow of the company, right? So you have to be clear, and, the, and as the CEO, you're also the ambassador of your company, right? You're responsible for getting out there and for letting people know who you are, what your company does, and the benefits to utilizing your company. You're also responsible for collaborations, right? Collaborating with, with like-minded CEOs and companies that can help you to grow your business, and it can be a win-win situation. But none of those things will happen if you don't give time for the CEO of your company, so sometimes we are most comfortable in that labor role because somehow we're equating being busy with, with, with doing the right thing for the business when that's not really true. So what you have to do in order to maintain that clarity is you must have a written position description. So I challenge all of you before the month of December ends is to create a position description for yourself as the CEO of your company. And again, imagine if you had to bring somebody in to manage your company because you're bedridden, you're sick, or you've got to go out of town, whatever the reason you can't do it, and you're someone's going to take your place, think about what reports would you have them to present to you to let you know that the company is doing well, right? Think about um, what is it that they need to be doing in order to keep the company moving and making money? That's what you should be doing. If, if whatever you came up with, that's exactly what you should be doing. And then what I would suggest that you do is bullet, bullet uh, out, bullet list. Don't write in sentences or paragraphs, but create a bulleted list of your role and your responsibilities and be very direct. Don't uh, complicate each of the bullet items. 
you know, make them very, very direct at what has to happen. And, and then you will know those are the things that you need to be paying attention to. And don't forget, priority always for the small business CEO, you always have to incorporate marketing, the number of leads that you're going to be generating, right, your lead system and sales. You always have to make sure that those three systems are working in proper order and that they're continuously moving. So there should always be a marketing report, a leads generation report, and a sales report, right? And those things should be coming. And as one client told me, I realized, she said, I realized after day, day after day, after I realized I don't have any leads to have a leads report. I don't have any sales to have a sales report. She said, I realized what you were saying all along. I need a marketing strategy because my marketing plan isn't working. It's not attracting people so that I can generate leads and sales. And I said to her, very good. That's exactly what you should be realizing as the CEO of your company, but you won't if you aren't paying attention to it. So take that as an example, ladies, of how being in the CEO role can really super help you quickly. You can have many aha moments very quickly about that. Here's number four. What task will I be delegating to others and following through on? Ladies, ladies, listen, if you're planning on taking your business to a six-figure level, you can't do everything by yourself. You really do need a virtual assistant. And I don't really want to hear I don't have the money, I'm not sure about this, or I've tried using an assistant before, but they don't do as good as I do. That's not even why you get, that, that's not even why you get an assistant. So I'm going to say this one time today right? Here's the thing. A virtual assistant can never be you, but what they should be able to do is to follow your direction. So just as I have always shared with you ladies, there has to be a system for everything that you do in your business. So it is with delegating. You have to have a delegation system. And so when you have a delegation system, that means that beforehand, before you even find the person that you need to help you, you have already looked at what are the everyday common tasks that I do uh, that are recurring that I can actually delegate out so that would clear up more time for me to do other things. How can that work? Um, and then you're going to create a delegation system built on your personality. And then if there is a certain way that your virtual assistant should be handling your task and the different things that are going out, then guess what? That means that you should be writing out exactly step-by-step tasks should be performed. And then there should be a follow-up and a follow-through process. And the difference between the two is that sometimes it, following up may take several, several times that you must follow up. Following through means that maybe you have followed up and there's something else that has to be done, some other step. So you're going to follow through with it and take it all the way until the end. So those things are all in the delegation system, and that has to be created. And sometimes it could just be something as simple as one, a, a one-page description with a checklist, right, uh, a couple of paragraphs with a checklist or one paragraph or a few sentences with a checklist. This is what I need. This is how I do it. Um, but the big thing that you need to understand is that delegating 
will free your time up so that you can do other things that you are talented in for your business. Very key. And last but not least in the five questions of focus and action is, am I clear on my business finances? Again, am I clear on my business finances? I can't tell you guys how actually important that is for you to be clear on business finances because when you are clear on your finances and you have laid out a bookkeeping system, you have laid out an accounts payable system, and you've also did a cash flow analysis for yourself, what that is actually telling me is that you are paying attention to the numbers. And, of course, numbers will never lie to you. They will always lead you correctly. And from numbers, you can create your blueprint from creating high five-figure monthly incomes, six-figure incomes, and above. So the numbers are very, very key. So there you have it, ladies, five questions of focus and action. And, of course, again, by, by asking yourself these questions, as often as you need to, it is going to help you to strengthen your responsibility as a CEO for your company and keep you focused on some of the most important things for your business. It's 12.36 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. This is Trina Newby, and I'm so happy that you are here with me today. We're getting ready to give away a prize. We're going to be giving away Smart Business Women Set Goals, Transforming Your Business Dreams and Goals into Positive Results. This is an ebook, so you can print it out and put it in a, um, a binder and really, really delve deep dive into it and create a really wonderful that I give you step-by-step results for how to get the results you are looking for. So press star one on your phone keypad right now, star one on your phone keypad, and you will be the winner of Smart Business Women Set Goals, transforming your business dreams and goals into positive results. Again, just press star one on your phone keypad. Hurry up, ladies. Press that star one so that we can move on with the show. In the meantime, I'm going to move forward with reading an excerpt from Smart Business Women Set Goals. I want to just share with you guys, uh, uh, you know, some of the things that you can expect. So in the ebook Smart Business Women Set Goals, you'll learn about the power of personal development, You'll learn about the habits in the subconscious mind, business planning, which is very important, the four powers of strategy. I give you that information. And then, of course, the the components of goal setting, the tools that you'll need, seven steps to business goal setting, um, business goal setting examples, power up your goals with a cash flow worksheet, and getting started in setting your goals. So, again, all of that comes in the Smart Business Women Set Goals ebook. So definitely, if you're interested in winning this, go ahead and press star one on your phone keypad, and then you will be the winner. In the meantime, I'm going to get ready to go ahead and share with all of you information on the, the, the gift of belief and the gift of business, which is So very, very important. Now, ladies, you know that we had talked about a while back, um, we had talked about the fact that with beliefs, 
beliefs are not always factual and that there are some beliefs that we hold inside of us that are wreaking havoc on our dreams and our goals. And as a result, we are not accomplishing our dreams and our goals. We are being held back by our own subconscious mind, by our own mindset. Um, And I think this is something that we really have to pay close attention to. The reason being is that if if you aren't careful, you can be living life on the surface going day to day and not getting things done and not ever really asking yourself the question, why haven't I got certain things done? Why haven't I accomplished certain things that I want to accomplish in my life? And so I think it's very key for you to realize that you know, with creating a belief system, it is not always going to be that you were just, you know, you just have all of the right beliefs to create your success. Uh, That's just not how life actually works. And so what I want to do is I want to talk to you about making sure that you schedule some time before years end. And really, there's only about, what, two, two weeks and a couple of days left in the year, Um, and I really think that every day you guys need to schedule one to two hours of personal development time um, so that you can actually start looking at your belief system and you can start looking at your business strategy and looking at all of the things that you need to do to strengthen yourself, right? So what I want to talk to you about today is, first of all, I want to, again, go ahead and give you the definition for the word unshakable faith. I've had a lot of people to email and text and say, hey, can you give that definition again? So here it is. I'll repeat it once or twice. I'll repeat it twice. Okay, so the definition of unshakable faith is a level of belief so deeply rooted within you that it compels you to take swift, and immediate action on all your dreams and your goals. So let me repeat that. Unshakable faith is a level of belief that is so deeply rooted within you that it compels you to take swift and immediate action on all of your dreams and goals. That means that hey, something comes to mind and you're excited about it, you just don't let it sit in your mind, but you transfer it out of that spiritual realm, you write it down on paper, turn it into gold so that you can manifest it and actually see it happening so that you can experience it, right? And so that requires conditioning. And so in order for you to experience unshakable faith, unshakable belief in yourself, it first means that you have to have a desire to want that within you. You have to desire it. You have to have a winning attitude, right? You have to be willing to say that at all costs, I will believe in myself and I will adopt the right belief to support whatever it is that I want. Now, the thing that you need to understand about beliefs, okay, is that not all beliefs are true. 
And so what you are looking for when you sit down and you start really delving into your beliefs, the first thing that you need to look at is ask yourself, you know, what am I trying to accomplish for the next year? What, what, am I, what are some of the things that I want to personally experience, right? So you want to list those things down. And then on the right-hand side of those, list those things down in the left-hand side of a sheet of paper. And on the right-hand side, I want you to list out what type of beliefs do you need to have in order for each of those things to occur, okay? For example, I would like to make $250,000 in 2021, $250,000 cash in 2021. So 2021, so what is it? What type of belief system do I need? Well, the first thing you want to look at is what, what belief system do you have right now that's been holding you back because you haven't made $250,000, right? So let's go first and look at the belief system that you don't have, belief system that's been holding you back, and then write out some things, some habits. And that's how you get in touch with the belief system. First of all, it's habits because a, a belief is basically repeated thoughts, or, uh, repeated thoughts or actions that are repeated so often that the subconscious mind then brings it in and turns it into a habit. That's something that you do without even thinking about it, right? It turns it into a habit because you have thought about it enough or you have took action on it enough to where your subconscious mind said, well, this must be something the person really believes in, so therefore it's a habit. You no longer have to think about it. You're just going to be it. You're just going to do it. And that's what's happened a lot to many women is that false habits, poor habits, habits that don't enhance your life have grabbed hold of you and are repeating themselves through you time and time again without you actually having to think about it, and it's working against the very thing that you want in life. It could be anything. You could want to lose weight. You could want to make more money. You could want to be taking your business to the next level. You could want a better relationship with a mate for yourself. Whatever it may be, if the wrong habits are in place, you will not have that. And this is why you need to understand that you get to create your own blueprint for success. When you have the right belief, Add it with the the cash flow system, right? Creating a projected cash flow to how you're going to make six figures for the next year. When you have that plus the right belief system, oh my goodness, lady, you have got the ultimate power to manifest and make some serious things happen in your life. So this is why when something is that powerful that can change your life overnight like that, you better believe this is something that you have to give your ultimate attention to. You really have to sit down and create a belief system that supports exactly what you want. Now, I will say this. Once you start listing out what you want to experience on one side of the paper and then on the right side, you start listing out the belief system that you need to have in place, then in order for you to have that belief system, it just doesn't happen by osmosis. It doesn't happen just automatically. It's not going to do that. Then what happens is just as you had habits that you repeated 
over and over again in thought or action that works against you, guess what? You have to have habits, thoughts, and actions that you repeat over and over again that work for you, okay? So, again, I want to give you an example. If you say you want to make $250,000 for 2021, and this is what you want to take home in cash, meaning after it's all said and done, net profit, I want $250,000. Well, then what happens is that you have to say, what habits will I need? Well, I need the habit of focus. I don't need to be uh, all over the place with doing things. I need a focus habit. I need to repeat I need to a repetitive habit of focus that I, I know how to focus on what it is that I want. The next thing is I need a habit of planning, right? Because in order to generate a six-figure income, I need to know how to properly set goals. I know how to properly need to know how to properly implement the goals. And then I'm, I also need a habit of delegating. I need to get used to stop holding on to everything myself. And I need a habit of delegation because I know that when I'm able to delegate, I free myself up and can truly become the CEO my business needs. So those are just examples. But then once you list those habits, guess what? Those habits have to be repeated and action has to be taken enough on those habits for your subconscious mind to then embrace it as a habit so you no longer have to think about it. You become it. You become it. So, yes, ladies, there are sometimes people who have such an an extensive set of habits that are working against them to the point that they are the epitome of negativity. They, They speak negative, they function negatively, and they procrastinate, and they are just one big ball of fear. Why? Because this is all that has been sown in their lives, and often it's because of all of the actions and the thoughts that have been repeated over and over and over again to the point to where you become it. It takes over because, remember, a habit is a repetitive action that's done by you that's not thought about. That's just like if you brush your teeth, you don't have to go get um, a description on how to brush your teeth, right? You don't have to get a description on, well, let me see, how do you put the toothpaste on the toothbrush? And, oh, where do I get a toothbrush from? I don't even know where to get a toothbrush from. Okay, then I need to put the toothpaste on the toothbrush and, oh, wait a minute. Okay, now, which direction am I supposed to go when I brush my teeth? How How long am I supposed to do that? You don't have to go over all of that right? Because that habit was built into you when you were a kid. So much so, it was repeated so often that now it is a habit. That's something that you automatically, most humans, automatically go in the bathroom and get the toothbrush and brush your teeth, right? And so, again, this is why it's key for you to understand that beliefs are not always true. Sometimes a action or a habit can be repeated so much so you think it's true because simply you do it and you've gotten into the habit of doing it, but it's not always correct. And you need to really correct those habits that are wrecking havoc, H-A-V-O-C, in your life. And many of you are going to have an aha moment and learn that this is what you need to do. So what I want to share with you, let me just give you these five ways. Number one 
uh, I'm sorry, number six, because I gave you five last week. So number six is number uh, is that you have to think positive. Don't you let anybody tell you that thinking positive is not going to contribute to you having a better life. That's a lie. Yes, it will, because I just shared with you that a habit that is working against you is something that you've been repeating over and over and over again, but that you've accepted it. So thinking positive works in the same way. When you start thinking positive and you start creating your own affirmations and you start saying positive things and putting yourself in positive environments over and over again, your subconscious mind is indeed going to start receiving and accepting that and helping you to form new beliefs that are automated within you, right? means that you are automatically going to start functioning and acting in a more positive manner. Okay, listen, we are all destined for success and we can all get there, but you must believe that you can. And part of believing that you can is simply take the action. It is the antidote, action in and of itself for a lot of things, including fear, including the antidote for success, including the antidote for being a millionaire. It's all about action. We have to put action behind our beliefs, and a touch of perseverance will help as well. So you must stay committed to thinking positive. Don't let anyone tell you that thinking positive is really not something that is going to contribute to your success because I am a living proof that it really does, right? Very, very important. The next thing, number seven, that you need to look at is that you need to become the queen of goal setting, okay? Goal setting allows you to have a lot of wins in your life. And when you have wins in your life, when you are able to accomplish your dreams and your goals, do you know what happens? It creates conviction. It creates I know that I know inside of you. And when you feel that way, nothing can turn you. Nothing can move you. This is what helps to solidify and ground in unshakable faith within yourself. And it's very, very key that you learn to master goals, okay? Very, very important. Number eight is that you have to be committed 100%. You can't straddle the fence when it comes to belief. You have to be 100% committed and in on creating a belief system that is going to help you to be a more successful woman. And in order to do that, ladies, in order to be 100% in, that as well will require you to take action. But it's going to require you to give up some things. I don't know what those things are, but it's going to require you to give up some things that you need to give up. It's going to require you to put yourself first, okay? It's going to require you to put yourself first and to say no to a lot of people, places, and things that you've been saying yes to, but haven't really been enhancing your life. So, I want you to think about that, okay? You must be committed. Then number nine, okay? The big thing that you need to understand in all of this is that you must believe in the divine power. You must understand that there is a higher power than all of us. I call that higher power God, 
okay? And we must believe and understand that the system, the divine system, was already created and that there are several uh, testimonials going on through our lives every single day. The air is there for us to breathe, and yet we can't see it, because, but we believe in it, right? Because we're breathing, we believe that the air is going to be there the next day in order for us to believe, to, in order for us to, to breathe. We have a divine system. When you believe and understand and know that there's a divine system and that because of that you are able to successfully live as a human being, that gives testimony to you that everything works in a system. And because of that, you should work in a system as well. So everything that is successful has a system in which it works. And so you must understand that and believe in the divine system, okay? Last but not least, and I really, really want you guys to get this, okay? Ladies, you must keep company with like-minded people. People who are also wanting to change their belief systems, people who already have a strong belief system, people who already are where you want to be, you must keep yourself in the good company of other people who are moving in a positive direction and who speak positive, who are encouraging, who are motivators, okay? This is very, very key. Now, there's always been the saying that you represent the five people that you're closest to. I want you guys to think about that and look at the five people that are closest to you. Hmm. Think about that. Evaluate that. Is that saying get rid of your friends? No, but what it's saying is that when you are focused on trying to go somewhere, you have got to surround yourself with that which you want, Right? Very, very key. So there you have it, ladies. I trust that you guys took some good notes. I'm going to go ahead right now, and um, the person whose last four of their phone number is 3874. 3874, you are live on the air, and you are the winner of Smart Business Women Set Goals. Who am I speaking with? Diana Bird. Hey, Diana, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing perfect. I got a couple minutes before my last class. I have a okay. health education well, you class are in a the, minute, but it's been a such a Well, you are Thank the winner so of much. Smart Business Women Set Goals, so you're going to receive that via email today. So congratulations to you. Thank you so much, and I cannot wait to get started. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Diana Bird. She was the winner of Smart Business Women Set Goals. And now we are giving away the book, Get Clients Now. Get Clients Now. Press star one on your phone keypad, star one on your phone keypad, and you will be the winner of Get Clients Now. Ladies, come on, come on. What's wrong with your fingers? Press the star one. We don't have long before the show is over, and I want to make sure that we have given this out. Again, if you would like to receive uh, get clients now, then press star one on your phone keypad. Um, if you've already won a gift, then you are not eligible um, this month. If you won a gift this month or last month, you're not eligible uh, to win another prize because they're the same prizes that have been given in both months. But go ahead and um, click on or touch star one on your phone keypad. In the meantime, 
I want to remind all of you to mark your calendars for this Sunday at 3 p.m. Again, that's this Sunday at 3 p.m. as we have the Lifestyle for Her virtual tea party, which has been such a blessing and so incredible. So many women have shared some incredible things that is going to be coming up on um, this Sunday, the 20th. And I'm very, very excited about it. So stay tuned because you will be receiving an invitation from me from me uh, to attend the virtual women's tea party. And I think you guys will really love it. We've been talking um, about putting yourself first, about goal setting we've been talking about, but everybody's giving their input. So that's the beautiful thing in it. Well, ladies, that's all the time we have for the show today. I want to thank all of you so much for being a part of the show, and I want to thank you so much for also listening to the show all throughout this year as we only have about two weeks left in the show. So from me to you, know that I love you, I want what's best for you, and I want you to live a life of abundance, joy, and peace. Take care, everybody. Talk to you on next Monday. Bye-bye.